Good afternoon and welcome to Stories in Public Health. My name is Emily Dider. I'm your host for today. And today I am very delighted to introduce you to Dr. Naveen Thacker, who's the director at Deep Children Hospital and Research Centre and also the president of the Asia Pacific Paediatric Association. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Thacker. Um, could you maybe start by telling our listeners you started out studying medicine, um, but then how did you get involved with vaccination work specifically? You've had a lot to do with polio eradication in India. How did that all start? Yeah, so I was also a member of Rotary Club besides being a pediatrician. And uh, we had a very bad outbreak of polio here in Kutch, Gujarat in 1991 or so, you know, and 91, 92. And I personally saw 55 cases of polio malitis within a month of, uh, within a month. Wow. And uh, uh, you can imagine now we don't see 55 cases, uh, not seen 55 wild polio virus cases hardly from around the world. And so it affected me so badly that every patient, next patient coming to my consultation, I, you know, first thought always came to me, it is good if it is not a polio, you know, yeah. I saw, I saw children dying of polio, even in my hospital. Because that time mortality was almost 30%. It was very uh, such a, that bulbospinal poliomyelitis. And we could, you could see the children dying in front of you, progressing paralysis. Uh, so that affected me. And uh, I, because Rotary had a commitment to eradicate polio also. You know, so I started talking to my colleagues in Rotary. I I called them, I made them see these patients who are, I said that, you know, you are, you are seeing this child, he may or may not survive. That time there were not uh, ventilators and those in 1990, not uh, available, maybe in only very few places. So that that is how I started polio eradication and then continued to work on polio eradication uh, through Rotary, through Indian Academy of Pediatrics and uh, continued and today also i'm continuing but uh, that was uh, it was hardly noticed at that times and i started creating awareness writing uh, small booklets sending it across the all polio endemic countries to the rotarians and uh, pediatrician so this is how it started and then uh, gradually i i realized the power what immunization can do and I, I was, when I was president of Indian Academy of Pediatrics, uh, I was trained in ADVAC, NAC France, and uh, that uh, brought me to the immunization in general. You know, I, I thought, let me, uh, I was very convinced that vaccines, uh, you know, saves a lot of lives and we have to do something more. And uh, whatever I was doing on polio was expanded to uh, immunization in general. Right. And how did you, so going from that, a large outbreak and there wasn't a lot of awareness, to then India becoming uh, polio free in 2014, was it announced that polio? 11, we had last case to, and then we have 14 was certified. Yeah. So what kind of things happened between then and 2011, 2014 that really helped with the, the eradication and how were you involved in that? Yeah, so 95, 96, uh, when we had this uh, outbreak, yeah. So now it was 93. 
and uh, we uh, uh, i started inquiring and we did uh, what we call first mass campaign involving after this outbreak was subsided and we we say how what we needs to do so we planned a mass campaign and fortunately so we did a delhi pulse polio campaign is very famous but we did even before one week before that year and then government of india took over in 95 96 as a national immunization were announced and uh, so uh, but because uh, i was already working on you know for uh, you have to see this is something which i have intuition and uh, uh, i could foresee what's coming in future and i uh, you have to be first uh, you know visualize it have some work on that and then i was already working on polio uh, eradication since uh, you know one or two year and then suddenly national immunization days uh, were announced and i remember my one rotarian friend told me that okay so now the government has taken our program what uh, you are going to do i said you don't worry he said maybe we don't have to do anything in one year and i i can say now that was you know how much around uh, 27 year 26 27 years back and still i am working on polio so uh, after that uh, i got involved with the indian academy of pediatrics uh, they formed a polio eradication committee and we started with working with government we created our own network particularly in uttar pradesh and bihar where we have uh, we had many cases then i was invited to uh, represent indian academy on india expert advisory group on polio which was very high power decision making body and i served there uh, on that board for more than 10 years where all crucial decisions were made so uh, we learned uh, we as we uh, after the national immunization day government of india we you continued to we continued with the mass immunization you know periodic campaign but then we learned many things like uh, uh, it's not only the reach but it is also oral tribal and oral polio vaccine which is uh, uh, you know not working so well so we switched over to monovalent oral polio vaccine we also realized uh, uh, that uh, we need to engage community uh, more and uh, unicef created a network of social uh, mobilizers uh, uh, you know practically everywhere so so many we learned from as we went on we learned from our uh, whatever we did and uh, improved on that and uh, definitely the blessing was we had a very good surveillance system in form of national polio surveillance project so uh, once we refined our strategy uh, of changing from trivalent to oral uh, monovalent using monovalent oral polio vaccines uh, and then finally bivalent oral polio vaccine so that along with the many other you know engaging the community not talking about only polio but uh, you know asking community what they want so there was a there was one thing was called 108 block strategy uh, where it was uh, a comprehensive plan was put in place to see that uh, the villagers the community there gets everything what they are asking and we concentrate on where there are more cases so Uh, there are so many innovation done in polio eradication and i can talk on hours on that but uh, uh, finally we we could uh, do that and uh, still we are maintaining a polio free status because of uh, excellent surveillance system in place 
so it's a it's a really uh, india success story is a example to the world you know that you can achieve even in the country like india where people have doubted that india will be last to eradicate but not only we have eradicated polio but also have given uh, our expertise you know there are so many innovations were done you know everybody was involved in polio you know it's such a polio is such a things where you see a limping child and it affects your emotions and your another thing was uh, let me tell you because that is relevant what is happening now it was not a political thing everybody supported polio eradication irrespective of their part, political line and uh, you know so social mobilization involvement of celebrity a great surveillance system choosing the changing to the different uh, you know and uh, uh, immunizing in say trains and uh, you know say bus stops railway stations everywhere you know it was such a move it was like a festival whenever there was what we call polio raviwara polio sunday that everyone comes together as a whole nation to see that each and every child gets vaccination and so what do you think now in terms of, of your country are some of the issues with maintaining that high vaccination status that you have? Are there still issues with access or is it more about, I know in Australia we have some people who maybe are vaccine hesitant. What are some of the issues with keeping that uptake in India? No, no. As of now, there is no issue. It's because of COVID we have not, uh, we had those issues uh, uh, in some communities in Uttar Pradesh and where that's why we deployed a lot uh, a network of social mobilizers along with the pediatricians uh, supporting them and celebrities supporting them. So we have broken that resistance long back. So uh, there is, as such, there is no resistance to polio vaccine as of now in India. Uh, the, at present, the main issue is because of uh, COVID, serious issue with immunization in general, because of excess, because of fear and so many things. Polio, we have a very excellent surveillance network and we have not seen any wild polio case since then. That's great. And so you've mentioned COVID. Have you been involved in the response at all this year? Have you been doing any work on COVID? Currently, I'm Executive Director of International Pediatric Association. Uh, what you mentioned about Asia-Pacific, I was in 15-16, you know. So oh, sorry, it was old information. <laughs> no problem. So... And I also served on Gavi board representing civil society. So I, yes, we are, I'm involved, uh, uh, say at international level, we are doing a lot of work uh, on COVID uh, uh, through International Pediatric Association. And we also have a project called IPA uh, Vaccine Trust Project. And we have a, two of our, um, uh, say, project advisory group members are from Australia, Julie Lisk and Margie Denchin, uh, they are um, uh, wonderful uh, ladies and great experience. So we are working basically on managing, uh, building a vaccine trust and uh, managing the vaccine misinformation. So we are, we have created a online course and then we are creating a vaccine mis misinformation surveillance uh, reporting and response network. You know, as we discussed, I attended the WHO infodemiology conference and uh, you know so we are working on uh, vaccine trust vaccine confidence and mi uh, managing misinformation you know because misinformation is doing more damage than covid itself so there is serious doubt uh, across the world 
we don't know exactly how much in india but uh, that even the covid vaccine is available the people how much people will take we don't know so a lot of work needs to be done yeah and so so you did mention that you went to the who um infodemiology conference so is that how you got involved in the whole infodemiology kind of area through the covid misinformation so work? i have some something uh, intuition i can see the things 2 3 years in advance so i was working on vaccine uh, hesitancy since last 3 years when i was in gavi board and we started getting reports of vaccine hesitancy so uh, we have started this uh, ipa vaccine trust project since last 2 uh, years and that's why you know uh, our our program is ready our training platform is ready and uh, so who got involved later on i am proud to say that uh, we we are working on this uh, before the who and uh, who involved when uh, director general in february he declared that we have uh, one pandemic and one infodemic yeah. so uh, and that is why i am saying that uh, to uh, you know you have to be ahead of your time you know who conference definitely gave me uh, good exposure and because i was involved that's why i was invited to the uh, as a, uh, you know one of the 110 experts who were invited to participate three years of work uh, what we have done on uh, you know when people were not talking about polio i was talking about polio when people were not talking about vaccine hesitancy i was talking about that because we knew that this is coming yeah so it sounds like you've you've made a lot of your own opportunities so you've already been working in spaces and then those opportunities come up when they become more topical but you've already been doing the work yes and that keeps you ahead of time you know ahead of others and uh, have something ready like you know i said our vaccine trust project is ready to go maybe uh, in next uh, few weeks that's fantastic and can i ask, are you still doing any clinical work or you're just you're the director no no i am a clinician i am basically i depend on the, my practice to uh, you know professional practice because all that other work i do is all on ready Uh, so i have my family and i have to support them so definitely i i do i just uh, stopped uh, going to clinic except for immunization uh, since last two months we had a explosive outbreak here but i still do video consultation and definitely because we believe that immunization should be continued and we i go to my clinic for uh, giving immunization okay. so i am basically a practicing pediatrician and got involved in all this because of i came in contact with polio i came in contact with misinformation yeah. and that's how i got involved that's a great that's a great way to get involved and so i can ask this probably silly question but how do you fit all this in you sound very busy do you just work very long hours or you prioritize no yeah you have to plan and i i i work 365 days in uh, in a year and uh, not 24 hours in a day but yeah. you know i i take my good rest uh, i go to bed early get up very early keep uh, my exercise and that's you know you have to plan and you have to delegate you have to prepare a cadre who can support you so i have a very good supporting staff with me who supports me and uh, i don't work uh, long hours if you plan well and uh, you delegate well you can uh, you can do that but you have to take care of your health which is important if you are your physical health is not good you can never have a good mental health 
and you know we had a, a mental a mental health day just two days back so uh, so you have to keep fit yeah such a good message i love it and so if some people are just starting out sort of in the public health field do you have any sort of big life lessons or tips for them in their career journey yeah so uh, as i said you know two thing one thing is you always have to visualize what is coming and anticipate and have to prepare you have to always if you really want this is you know public health is also a very competitive branch yeah. you know where uh, you have idea but by that time somebody al- already somebody has already done work on it okay. so you have to always uh, and then you dedicate yourself don't be discouraged if you uh, you i i was working on polio nobody was noticing and then suddenly one day you know we have a great film star here mr amitabh bachchan who is known uh, he suddenly tweeted uh, that he uh, he is the top influencer of polio eradication uh, you know in 2017 uh, world polio day the un and unicef has recognized him as a top influencer of polio eradication and he tweeted a list and somebody saw my name there and he said oh uh, you know uh, he is also there so uh, suddenly overnight i got recognition but after how many years more than 20 years and i never gave up so my message to everybody there is no shortcut to success for polio eradication or misinformation or for getting recognition go on working go on doing your work and somebody is looking somewhere and you you know you you will even if you are recognized good if you are not recognized but i get satisfaction in what i do so uh, continue your work be dedicated try to be ahead of the time and you know visualize what can happen you can very well if you examine the patterns you can make a, uh, make your judgment that what's going to happen next i was working on vax there were people uh, who groups who were working on vaccine hesitancy but uh, still i when i started working few years back uh, then uh, there people were just started talking about and we went ahead with a program project uh, through international pediatric association and that really pays so stick to your work do with your dedication and uh, do what you enjoy do yeah. what you enjoy don't don't go to a branch or like uh, anything which you don't enjoy and just do for your job then you know it's like burden and it's give you stress but i don't get any stress because i really enjoy yeah i enjoy it too so i understand <laughs> yeah. is there anything else i forgot to ask is there anything else you'd like to touch on no only thing is uh, uh, we all of us have lot of work to do for this infodemic and uh, there are great researcher and uh, people in australia who are leading this uh, and uh, i would say all of us uh, have to work together to see that we don't become unknowingly multiplier of the misinformation by forwarding the messages what we get we have to learn how to fact check not posting it in the other group and asking is this true that's a, that's the real harm we are doing to the people and uh, all of us have to Uh, engage with the community because uh, uh, as uh, public health professionals we have to engage with community and they see that they get a clear transparent message without uh, much false hopes uh, that's very very important to have a, and i think so far australia has done a good job but still uh, you have lot of work to do and uh, we need to invest in communication we just can't invest in the vaccines 
development and uh, production and you have to the communication is equally important and take advantage of experts you have in your country and uh, say fantastic uh, risk communication and community engagement plan that's very important yeah that's a really important message thank you i love that but i usually finish by asking people if they have a favorite book or something they've read that's really you know inspired them or changed the way they've thought about the world is there anything that you can think of off the top of your head that you would recommend to people reading <laughs> so that's not a public health book don't take it in the other sense but uh, i like the reading the godfather Uh, if you ask me what i liked you know uh, it was the relation he used to keep with everyone do go on doing the things what people ask and also some of the dialogues like i will give him an offer which he cannot refuse you know so somebody if i uh, tell me that i don't have uh, this is the project and uh, this is we needs to do and we don't have we don't go by that and we we are always ready to work so give uh, people a offer which they cannot refuse and use the godfather for the good not for the all the uh, what uh, other things it bad but you know so, so yeah, maybe that's morals yeah and uh, the last dialogue what he you know when he dies you know he said life is beautiful you know so yeah. th- those things are really you know has uh, very good you know have affected my life in a positive sense not in the negative sense Yeah that's that's one of my favorite recommendations because that's one of my favorites as well and I'm still trying to convince my partner <laughs> to watch it with me so I'll tell him that you recommended it and maybe it'll push him over the edge. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you Nayan. Thanks nice uh, talking to you and I I really enjoyed talking to you. And good luck with all of your misinformation work. It's very important work.